I'm going to be 100% transparent here. I almost didn't even bother with this movie. Like, I was a huge fan of the Saw franchise up until, I want to say, the third one, maybe even the fourth one. You know, the the second one, the the first one in my mind is always going to be literally the best horror film from that era, from 2004, one of James Wan's first directed and, you know, story debuts, I, I believe. I don't think he did much else besides that one. I, he was probably attached to a few things, but Saw stands out to me as one of his best, and it always will be. That, that movie by itself is leaps and bounds better than anything else from that year, if I can remember 2004 correctly. Second one was good, wasn't as, you know, tremendous, you know, still a good enough twist, a decent twist. And then the third one I kind of remember sort of enjoying, and I believe the third one is the last one that uh, Tobin Bell is in, like, directly, like, not like a flashback or anything like that. And then after that one, he passes away because he succumbs to his cancer, and then everything after that is sort of just fodder. And I remember seeing it, but I don't remember enjoying it enough to the fact that I don't really remember a lot of them. And I should kind of give it another shot. I, I should kind of sit down and watch the entire franchise, but I'm not going to necessarily do that now. Although I do want to highlight some of them while when talking about Saw X, the most recent one we had. Now, this came out a couple of weeks ago. I finally got a chance to see it. And it has exceeded my expectations from what I am expecting from Saw as of this point in time in its franchise history. It is probably the best one since one, in my honest opinion. Saw X does a lot better with the the Saw formula than I think they have done in any of the other films that are part of the franchise. Of course, the first Saw, which essentially started out as a short film that grew into that bigger film, and now it's kind of grown into this way bigger franchise over the last almost 20 years, you know, we're talking about. And of course, with two big, you know, huge gaps in between films, uh, after the, I want to say it's the seventh one, whatever Saw 3D is, I don't think it's the sixth one. I think the sixth one actually has the V and the one. And then after that, I believe it's just Saw 3D. That was in like 2010, 2011. And then we don't get another one until like 2017 with uh, uh, Jigsaw, I think I remember correctly. I don't remember that film all that well, but what I do remember is, and I did an entry on this, I, you can find that in some later, some later episodes of the podcast. I did an entry for Spiral, and Spiral is a shitstorm. Spiral is probably the worst attempt at trying to make something out of the Saw franchise, like sort of trying to branch off and not do it with Jigsaw anymore. Because it's, it's, Spiral is essentially what, you know, Friday the 13th Part 5 is. It's not really Jason Voorhees at the end of it all. And sometimes that works, and sometimes that doesn't. And to be honest with you, off the top of my head, I actually don't, I can't think of one time that that actually did work because those are the first two things that come to mind when I think about this. I think of Spiral and I think of Friday the 13th Part 5. Truly terrible attempts at trying to sit there and say you could still make the story without actually being the characters that are necessary for the story. Spiral is a shit show. 
And it sucks that it's kind of still part of the franchise because that's where Saw X comes in. Saw X is essentially the 10th film in the franchise series. And it's sort of a return to form because even though it's the 10th one, I believe if I read correctly, it sort of takes place around the events of the first and second one. It's not really a prequel. It's more so the direct sequel from Saw. So so in, in chronological order, I believe it would go Saw, Saw X, Saw 2. If, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's how I read it. And the thing about that is, is that it works, but then again, it's kind of interesting to take that turn because I would have gone full prequel mode. I would have went full back to right before Saw, right when he gets the diagnosis and right when he starts doing all the murdering. Because that's what I thought this film was supposed to be. I thought it was supposed to be about his, his first time running the game and his first victims essentially being the doctors that were supposed to treat his cancer and wind up not doing it. Because that's the premise of this film, which is a fantastic idea if you're trying to think outside of the box for what else you could possibly do with the Saw series. Nothing else could really be connected to anybody else after a certain point. So why not go all the way back to Tobin Bell's, you know, Jigsaw character and connect something right back to him? I always said a great sequel to The Purge would have been actually a prequel of the first year. And what did they do? They eventually did that. And I think that's one of the best sequels to that series that has been released so far, if I'm not mistaken. And this is another one that does really good justice on that concept. So what the movie's about is John Kramer, the character Jigsaw, has cancer. This is sort of telling a minor story in that road that discusses and kind of helps him, helps you understand how he dealt with his diagnosis and what led him to kind of go through the path of what he was dealing with. Now, at this point in how the story picks up, he's already Jigsaw. So he's just being Jigsaw while also getting chemotherapy, essentially. And what happens is he hears about this quote-unquote miracle that is a cure for him, or could be a cure for him, that's essentially surgery and medication that's... When you, <laughs> when you see it, it is flat-out a scam. And he doesn't realize that because he's dying and he wants hope, and he thinks he'll find hope and he'll find an answer and he'll find the cure... So he goes, he gives these he gives these people a shit ton of money, and of course the the cancer treatment winds up being bogus. You know, they bring him out to the middle of I think it's like Mexico, and they bring him to this townhouse and they do all of the surgical stuff in the basement. He returns to say thank you. It's, you know, ransacked, it's emptied out, they've moved everything out. He goes downstairs and the video screen where they were sort of quote unquote seeing his surgery was actually a DVD of another surgery being played and all the people that were part of the sort of fake surgery actually winded up just being people that were paid by this woman who claims that she has the cure. Then you learn that this lady does that to dozens of other people and she just so happens to do it to the wrong person. But then you also learn later on in the film that she knows it's Jigsaw, but then winded up doing it anyway just because they thought, hey, maybe they can get one over on Jigsaw, they'll never find me. But at this point in the story, he's got the detective from the third film already on his docket, and so he uses the detective to help him find them. That's, that's sort of an innuendo in the film, they don't actually say it, but he calls somebody up and says, I need you to help me find somebody. 
anybody who's watched the franchise, you know it's a detective from the third film. Because that's how the third film ends. It ends with the secret being the detective is sort of the new protege. Because this is also kind of showing him as he trains Amanda to also be a protege. And continue his legacy of sort of righting people's wrongs and giving them hope in the world in some capacity. The other thing I gotta say I appreciate is the kills are gruesome, but they aren't over the top. And that's another thing that I felt like the franchise has sort of lost after a certain point. It literally just became about the gore. It became more hostile than it became psychological, which the first two saws they were very much more psychological, to me at least. I looked at them as very much like psychological thrillers that were meant to be scary, that had a little bit of goriness to it because it was all about what are you willing to do to save your own life? And they lost that path and just started making shit just gory for gory's sake. And that's where Saw lost its meaning to me. And this sort of returns to that by making the obstacles relatively non-gory, it's just they get really close to, like, succeeding, and then they fail, and then they die, and then as they die, the, the gruesomeness is kind of, you know, I mean, I guess you could say the scene where the guy has to pick out a piece of his brain and put it into a tray, and the ounces have to be enough, enough, otherwise he'll have this, like, toaster oven closed on his head. It's, it's not gory, it's just strange, but that strangeness is actually more unique than anything else, and... Again, it's very nice to see that they just didn't overdo it. They didn't just try to overcompensate for a shitty story with gore and guts and blood and cut off limbs and all of that. Granted, it has all that, but that's a very much a side note to the actual story. And that's what you're interested in. You're interested in seeing another piece to that puzzle in and of itself. The actual Jigsaw character, seeing the lengths that he went to, seeing how you know, thoughtful he was and how calculated he was. And it's just a very good entry into this franchise. The sad thing is, is that I don't know if now, if this is some sort of, I don't know, resurgence of the franchise, if it means that they're going to do another one. And then if that means they're going to do another one, is it that one going to be good? Or are they going to be shitty again? And they're going to go back to all gore? Like, I want to say that I believe, fully believe that we are over the excessive gore and horror film era. I feel like that era really met its peak some somewhere between like 2008 and 2015. A lot of films around there, again, I'm talking about your hostels. I'm talking about a lot of the Saw series. I'm talking about anything that was really just making things gory for the sake of it being gory. And it was just shitty movies and bad storylines and continuity that made no sense. And I hope we've kind of surpassed that and moved on and kind of gotten into a better realm of what we're willing to accept as far as the shock value that that is meant to add. Whereas the shock value is more so when it's incorporated a little bit smoother than what those films were doing. And they, again, like I said, they were essentially gory for gory sake. This one isn't. Saw X is very minimal on that. And its focus is trying to get you to really understand once again who Jigsaw is. And that, I think, is a shining light that should be totally blaring on this film to show people, hey, and not even just people, production companies, hey, look at this film. This is how you do a good sequel and you do justice to where the film and franchise originated from. 
That's my opinion, at least. But this is definitely the better saw in the last few years. Totally blows Spiral out of the water. Literally blows the last four films out of the water. And I love that what it essentially is saying is that, yeah, this film was made during the time frame where the two good films came out because that's what it feels like.